This episode of Home Sweet Home Chicago is sponsored by David Hochberg and Megapro's Home Improvement and Restoration, Joe Cotton Ford, Access, and Lindemann Chimney Company. For additional sponsors of the Home Sweet Home program, please visit WGNRadio.com slash Home Sweet Home Chicago. Now, here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. Good morning, Chicago. Thank you, Mr. Jennings. We got a packed show, packed show, packed show. 312-981-7200. Mega Pros call, text, and photo line. Start every show with, oh, what, buddy, how many miles in Chicago? 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Hello, Chicago. My name is David Hockberg, host of Home Sweet Home Chicago. That's the best in the city of Chicago. Where you from? Chicago. Chicago. It's time for Home Sweet Home Chicago. We're on a mission from God. With your host, David Hockberg. 312-981-7200. Megapro's call, text, and photo line. If you got any pictures of uh, any home improvement challenges, send them in. 312-981-7200. 312-981-7200. Go to our website, WGNDavid.com, to get all the information of all the experts in the studio and on the show. Download podcasts of previous shows. We'll start with my left. You can also go on Facebook, type in Home Sweet Home Chicago, or check us out. On Facebook, we set up a little studio in here. It's like a TV studio. Rob Lindemann, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good today. You brought your daughter. That's right. Got lovely Emma here with me today. Emma, how are you? You got to talk in the microphone. You can't just shake your head on the radio, Emma. <laughs> doing good. You all right? Emma is a psychiatrist, a psychiatry major at Colorado State. She's doing her dissertation on me during the show today. So this poor girl. I don't think her notebook's big enough. I don't to take think. <laughs> We've got new ones coming up from uh, Office Depot every hour on the hour so she could keep uh, copious notes. 312-981-7200. What are we talking about today, Rob? Uh, I'd like to talk about just regular maintenance in general about the mechanical systems in the home. You know, okay. it's some, something, you know, growing up handy and, and in a household where we couldn't afford to hire people to fix things, we fix things and it's one of those things I take for granted. So it's like, what what maintenance can you do in the home? Obviously, my world is the fireplaces right. and, and heating and air conditioning, but there's a lot of other systems that need attention that people, people often overlook. You Your know. dad's a fire was a firefighter. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Was a firefighter here in the northern suburbs uh, for, for many, many years. So, um, you know, he taught me how to work with my hands um you know when you know when a hot water heater went bad in my house my dad would drive to sears yep. throw a hot water heater in the pickup truck go. get in the basement we call the neighbor who was a plumber he says hey my kid will cut your lawn for the summer he'll help you do the labor and you know that's how i kind of learned, learned did your dad ask you first if you'd cut the no, lawn for i didn't have to do it <laughs> he negotiated my rate. I never saw the money. Yeah, but he got hot water. He got hot water. I, t- I was able to take hot showers. All so. right. So hot if our water. listeners want to reach out to you uh, during the show and talk with your fine crew during the show, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, cleanfireplace.com or 847-918-7994. I already have a text message here for you. Think about this one. Love your show, David. 815. It's a good way to get your text read on the air, starting with that. Can you ask Lindemann about cost of chimney damper? Closure that's at Chimney's Top. I have two fireplaces in 1960s home. 
Uh, are they better to keep draft out? So think about that. We'll come back later on in the show. Thank you, 815, for the first text of the show. We've got Frank Wazalewski from Lindemann. From Lindemann. Oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I got the name right. I got the company wrong. From Access. Um, you're talking, we, uh, we were talking during the break about a walk-in shower challenge that you had uh, uncovered from a listener is home that you were in this week yeah so i i had planned to talk about something else but then we ran across something yesterday um with walk-in tubs not the walk-in showers with walk-in tubs uh so i I do want to talk about that when you're gonna do a walk-in tub it's not as easy as what they show on tv so i would like to talk about the challenges that are involved with that and what people should really plan for what do you mean you can't just go in with your bathrobe and open the door and then close the door and fill it up it's not as easy as that no no that part of it's easy getting it into the bathroom getting it installed right having it work the way it's supposed to having the water still work when you're done yes okay so i'm going to talk about all those challenges so our listeners understand if they want to get one of these what's really involved in all right if our listeners want to reach out to you like the gentleman who listens to the show that knew your name but didn't have your contact information in but geneva but batavia wants to install either a lift or an elevator in a it's, a, it's an older home, so it's a, it's an early 1900s home, so right. we're going to go out there and really explore what can be done. All right. So uh, how do they reach out to you? 630-616-6249 or allaboutaccess.com. Joe Cotton for Tracy Kahn, owner Joe Cotton for, or just worker. Yeah, somebody <laughs> else higher power than you owns the company. Yeah, my wife. Your wife. I know, much higher power than you. Zero um, percent financing options out there. Yeah, there are on uh, 22 models, which is mostly what we have right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, Escape, Edge, Explorer, F-150. They want to blow those out, don't they? They want to get them well, out? Yeah, we want to yeah, move those because we have 23s coming in right behind it, and things seem to be picking up a little bit at the factories. So, Good. So, yes, absolutely. And I saw an article and, and watched it on TV as well that the used car prices have reached their peak and are now starting to recede. Would you talk about that as well? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. They are starting to settle a little now, but yeah, that is definitely something we'll I'm driving about. in, I think, Tuesday, Wednesday. They're like, you know, and I get Bloomberg every day. I'm like, oh. Boom. Literally the entire day was how used cars prices have capped out, peaked out, and they're receding. I'm like, oh, so Tracy's going to be on this weekend. Let's talk to Tracy about that. Okay. Very if good. our listeners want to reach out to you and get more information about a Ford or servicing their trucks, what's the best way to reach you? At 630-682-9200 or at joecottonford.com. All right. This is Home Sweet Home Chicago. Uh, Jeremy got tied up uh, coming back to on a trip, so he will not be in here. So... If you have any questions for Megapro's Jeremy or Megapro's Home Improvement, send them in and I will get them to him. He helped a buddy of mine out, uh, had some work done, didn't use Megapro's, had his base, had his bathroom done, and then had all of a sudden circa 1960 house, circa 19, late 60, 70, your standard Northbrook single family home that everybody's been in in the service industry. 3,500 square feet with the basement, probably 27 upstairs, another 800 downstairs. Redid his uh, his shower, never had leakage in the shower before. All of a sudden had backup. He, he redid his basement. They moved the drain. Problem started. So I'll, I'll bring that up later on the show. Call Jeremy. He helped my guy out. 312 well, That's a two-floor shower. That's a two, Well... It started out as a one-floor shower, and yeah, then it started see, leaking into the kitchen. Then became, they didn't charge him for that. Well, I know they we didn't call charge that water him. conservation. Well, and they also like kind of 
drilled my guy. And I'm just like, and then he went back to the contractor who screwed him and did, to have him make it right. I'm like, why are you doing that? I'm like, the guy screwed you. Why are you going back to him to, to fix his mistake? He should have. It should have never been a problem in the first place. We'll talk about this later in the show. I'm getting the high sign to hit a break. 312-981-7200. 312-981-7200. Go to WGNDavid.com. I don't know what is with this guy in Berwyn. He wants me to say, play Duck, Duck, Goose, Ken and Berwyn. He sends in a text every, I don't know if he gets well, it. Well, maybe we should appease him. Well, I just did. He, Mr. Dave, I just won over a billion dollars last night in mega in the Mega Ball thing. I will donate $20 if you play Duck, Duck, Goose with me, Ken and Berwyn. I don't know what's going on. With Ken, there's another case, style, uh, case study, Emma. Ken and Berwyn will send you out there to talk to him because every single weekend he sends the same text in. I think he's lonely. And there's no way in hell I'm going to Berwyn. To, to play duck duck goose with them, not we can a just shot. get him on the air and we'll just. Play. I don't want we'll to have, have him Julian anywhere near us. Around us. It's no just problem. a little creepy. That's all I'm saying. I'm glad he's listening. Lot creepy. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. It's Mega Pros call text and photo line. We're going to come back with Frank from Access. Frank Wazalewski from Access talking about walk in tubs. Home sweet home Chicago. Rich Wazalewski. Josh of BMO Farah. Pete, there I go. Pete, Mer- <laughs> Pete, I. I'll just get insulin in first. It's causing you. <laughs> the first time Frank was on, he sat next to Rich Dykstra, and I looked right at Frank, and, and I just kept going. You've actually done that a couple times when I've said He looks here. like a red. I know. Now, here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. 312 981 Frank, I almost lost my finger this morning. What'd you do? My dog's got gastrological problems, so my wife put my uh, my dog on on a uh, canned food regimen. So I had to open the can and mix it with the dry food, and then I got medication. Forget about it. It's like an infirmary. I'm a, I'm, I'm a bachelor this weekend, which I have to tell you is the greatest thing in the world. Everybody's gone. I got the house to myself. I was cooking yesterday. Tracy, it was great. I was like, nobody could... Make fun of what I was doing. You're doing it wrong, Dad. Why are you doing that? I'm like, Dad was doing whatever Dad wanted to do, and Dad got it, made it 56 years on this planet doing it this way, and it's good. So I almost cut my finger off, Trace. Got a little cut there, but I'm powering through. So I'll let you know how much you mean to me, right? Sewed it back on, and I really hope that was from the can and it, not the dog. It was from the can. Okay, that's it was good. from the can. I, I didn't know where you were going with I that. I took one. the cover off. I didn't take it all the way off. I tried to twist it and almost took my finger off with it. <laughs> so there you go. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero, and blame myself, not the dog. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Walk in tubs. We see the commercials. Sixty some year old lady in a nice light blue. Uh, robe. I, I could see the commercial right now. Opening the door, stepping in, turning the water on, and throwing the robe out. Okay? Right. Sounds and- great because one size fits all. Nothing could ever go wrong because every bathroom and every shower enclosure is made exactly the same size. I'm saying that in jest, obviously. You had a challenge with a listener, called you after installing one of those pricey units those are not inexpensive those are very 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 they are very proud of the investment that they ask for to put those into homes what 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 did you see when you went to our listeners home so what we ran across and here's the thing with walk-in tubs when you most of the time unless you're building new and putting one of these in you have to run it you know you're remodeling a bathroom so you're limited in the size to what's there for your existing tub but the bigger thing is these walk-in tubs are one piece 
So, <laughs> I so didn't know it, that. Yeah, so it's not like a modular unit that you can put together. They're not as low rise as a normal tub, so you can't turn them and get them through a doorway. So when you want to get them in a house, you have to sometimes take the doors off, wow. sometimes open a wall. Um, us at Access, we even opened up an outside wall once in order to get one in. Uh, and then put the outside wall back just to get it into the bathroom space because we couldn't get down the whole hallway, and that was a less expensive route to go. Um, but what we ran across was that this is one of the jetted ones, and when you have a jetted tub by code and by the manufacturer's you know uh, regulations, you need to put that on a dedicated electrical outlet, and it should be a dedicated GFCI outlet because it, those jets draw a lot of power. Well, the contractor that did this didn't do that. They just tied it into the normal bathroom. So now every time that she turns on the tub, she blows a few. She blows out everything in the bathroom. Oh no! You know, it just goes out every single time. Oh. So that's one. So uh, she can't use it. No, unless somebody's down at the circuit breaker right. box. It gets better. Oh, so yes, they had to they had to take off the bathroom door and widen the wall in order to get the old cast iron tub out and get this in. And then instead of trying to put this back together, and this was a nice south side home with the nice wood doors. Oh no! no. So they just yeah, put, they just took a cheap slab and threw it up in there. So now she's got a cheap slab. That's instead of trying to put this all back together the way it was, just put up a cheap flush door slab that doesn't match the rest of the house so we have that and then when you do a walk-in tub you've got to make sure that you have a large enough hot water heater because it takes up a lot of water it's a minimum of 75 gallons more frequently you see wow. these at 80 to 90 gallons so you're going to drain a typical so, tank so if you have a 40 or 50 gallon tank you're going to get 40 you know half your tub is yeah. going to be hot and half of it's going to be cold Hey. Which defeats the purpose of a walk-in tub. You know, it's there. They don't tell you any of this when you're doing it. No, no. And I, I mean, th- there's a great applications for these. Uh, they're fantastic for people with arthritis. Um, they're fantastic for people with joint problems. Um, but they are they are narrow. They have a narrow seat. They have a narrow door. So you have to be able to navigate that. So again, it just takes the right evaluation. Some people it works for, some it doesn't. But there's more involved to it than just let's pull out my tub and put this in. You know. You the other the the last problem that you have with these is most tubs are built with a one and a half inch drain to exit out sure. the tub. Um, not a big deal for your normal tubs because you're stepping out while it's draining. Oh, you, you can't, can't step out of a walk-in tub while it's draining. So if you don't increase the size of that drain all the way back to the main stack <laughs> oh to a, at least a minimum of two inches, then you are you can literally sit in there for fifteen to twenty minutes while this is draining out in cold water in cold water. And if you don't have heat lamps to help you with that, if you're dealing with arthritis, now you're, you're, your joints are tightening up, so you just completely defeated the purpose of having the walk-in tub. It's horrible. Yeah, so there's a lot involved if you want to do a walk-in tub, and making sure that you pick a good contractor um, that, that's done this, and it's just going to lay it out to you straight. Because the tub itself, they'll sell it to you for five, six grand. Install it for 10, 12 grand. But you have the hot water heater, you have the main drain, you have the electrical line you have to run, you should have that heat lamp. You know, you have the, the what doors have to come off in order to get this in, and let's get it back the right way. It'd be another five, fifteen grand right there. You know, sometimes we've done them for thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000. It, yeah. it really depends on the house and the situation. But if you don't do it the right way, then all every dime that you put into that investment has been wasted because you can't use it. Here, text message, 224. A uh, friend of mine, a friend of a friend, had a walk-in tub installed, 
Okay. Figured it out afterwards that the wife was too wide to fit into the tub. Yeah. And that's just it. So a walk-in tub, most the average walk-in tub seat is 14 to 15 inches wide. Some are 18. What but about the door to get in? Same thing. 14 to 15, 18 About 18 inches, inches wide. wide. So if you're a bigger person, right? Yeah. You're going in sideways. You're and not they make in. bigger ones. But does your bathroom have the space for it? I mean, when you see these on TV, they're in these big, luxurious bathrooms that sure. are, you know, 20 by 20, and they have all the space in the world to do it. Yeah. But most of us don't. Most homes in the area don't. You're going to be remodeling a 5 by 8, a 5 by 10 bathroom, um, and you just don't have the space to put in that large of a, a walk-in tub. And the lady in the bathrobe is like 5 foot 5, 5 foot 3, 100 pounds soaking wet. Correct. So uh, you don't even think about that. Yeah. So there's a lot to think. So we just, again, we just ran across this yesterday, and I just wanted to get it out there to the listeners. There's so much evaluation that really needs to be done to get a true price on getting one of these to work for you. So the gentleman in Batavia, right? Uh-huh. Batavia that I introduced you via text yesterday, listener of the show, early 1900s house. What challenges in a minute and a half to, are you going to be looking at going into a, an early century house? You know, that is just, it's really about trying to preserve that house to look the exact same when we're done. So if we're going to be putting in an elevator, uh, how are we going to blend that into the house so that it looks like it was built that way in the 1900s? Like our elevator closet was meant to be a part of this house from the beginning. And you've passed by these houses hundreds of times, okay? And these houses are gorgeous. Yeah. Okay? It's just when you get in there, they're set up not to even... Before elevators were even cre- uh, created, Right, they got this house up there. Not thinking, yeah, someday in in twenty twenty three, somebody is going to be calling the fifteenth owner of this house to put in an elevator for himself or somebody, a loved one, to get up and down the different floors. So it's a comp- you've got a you've got an it, interesting. They're visit. a challenge. The way that those are structurally upheld, you know how you're structurally sure. upheld the second is different than how we build now. So you really have to do a, a lot of exploration and looking, and sometimes we'll have to pull in an engineer and architect to get it done right. All right, looking forward to that. For listeners who want to reach out to you, how do they reach out to you? Uh, 630-616-6249 or com. Coming up next, Emma uh, Lindemann talking about her first 30-minute analyzation, uh, analysis, analyzation? That's not even a word. Analysis of it is the, uh, the of the <laughs> it is a mythosaurus, Stainer Lane. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. Rob Lindemann from Lindemann Chimney uh, and Fireplace coming up after the break, and then we'll go to Tracy Khan talking about zero percent financing and the world of cars. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero is the Mega Pros call text and photo line. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. Home Street of Chicago seven twenty WGM. Now back to Home Sweet Home Chicago. 312-981-7200, 312-981-7200. That's a Megapro's call, text, and photo line. Special shout-out to uh, coffeeforcause.com. You go to coffeeforcause.com, click on Vestathon. They'll donate a portion of your coffee order for your business or personal use to the Vestathon. Catch 35 Sundays and Mondays. Tell your server Vestathon. portion of that bill will go Towards the Vestathon and Chocolate Inspirations LLC in Roselle, uh, Emma the the cinnamon toffee. What 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 are you enjoying? The um, what what? I think the cinnamon toast toffee. The, cin- the cinnamon toast toffee. Yeah, I think that's what it was. We we've uh, Frank just polished off the peanut butter toffee. It's Thank good. Chocolate peanut butter 
I wanted Hello. to try the cinnamon toast, but Emma's gone. Yeah, Emma's, Emma's, it's like a rabid yeah. dog there. She's biting okay. her hand it's off. good stuff. We've got uh, a bunch That's of That's what really stuff. happened to your finger, isn't it? Yes, Emma, Emma <laughs> bit it as I was trying to eat her toffee. Misfits, we've got an English toffee, so it's delicious. And go into uh, Chocolate Inspirations and Roselle and tell them Vestathon. They'll donate 15% of the transaction to the Vestathon, and you'll be eating amazing chocolate. We have a couple of text messages here, Rob, for you. 815, right. we read this during the beginning of the show. I uh, love your show, David. Can you ask Lindemann about cost of chimney damper closure that's at chimney's top, at the top of the chimney? I have two fireplaces in a 1960s home. Are they better to um, are they better to keep draft out? So is your your dance floor, buddy? Yes, yeah. So uh, we actually manufacture three different styles of those dampers. Uh, as one of the companies that that I run. Um, so uh, there's three styles. They call them top ceiling dampers. So, Up in Lake Bluff. Yeah, in Lake Bluff. Oh we wow. Manufacture them. Yeah. yeah, come down. You can check it out. It's pretty cool. Um, so typically a damper, you you burn your fire. You reach up. There's that handle. You open and close uh, a big metal flap. That's, that's called the damper. So that's traditionally how a masonry fireplace is built. Uh, they're, they're, they're pretty durable, but over time they warp, things happen, you know, the bolts rust, uh, things shift, and they're extremely difficult to replace. So to replace one of those, you have to take uh, a lot of the brick out. Uh, so you basically have to rebuild the inside of the fireplace to replace those. So a common repair would be to put the damper on the top, which is a device that's uh, spring-loaded, and has a, a gasket on it, so it seals more like a refrigerator than a metal-on-metal metal seal. So it's going to seal a, a lot tighter and keep more of the draft out. And it operates with a little cord that comes down through the flue inside the firebox. So you have a little spring-loaded thing that you open and close, uh, and it ends up being a really, really uh, good repair. Uh, about five, $600 is what uh, I think a, a top-sealing damper installed would cost. And on a two fireplaces on a home built in the 60s, recommended inspection of said fireplaces on a, on an annual basis, biannual basis. What do you recommend? Annual, annual basis. Um, you know, and that's, you know, as I mentioned, what I, what I love to talk about. There's a lot of systems in your home that should be looked at annually and uh, are often neglected. And it's, it's a good investment. Uh, what are some of the things you look for? I mean, what, what are the most common things... Um, that you run across with, like the chimney and dampener, that and why people should be looking at this every year. Uh, the most important thing is you want to make sure it's safe. You know, as I, I tell everyone, you're having a bonfire in your living room, so the first thing you want to make sure is that that, that the fire and the smoke and the exhaust is all going out and it's safe. Um, so the things we we look for, we put a camera up in the flue, and we want to make sure that there's no cracks or gaps um, inside uh, the flue, and that it's safe. So it's going to contain the byproducts of combustion. That's number one. Uh, you know, there's clearance to combustibles that um, there's not wood near certain parts of the chimney, etc. So, you know, we, we do a thorough inspection to make sure it's safe. And then the other part is maintenance. You know, you have this brick structure on the top of your roof and we got Chicago winters and freeze and thaw and things happen. Things happen every winter. So we want to go up there to make sure that the, the flashing's uh, in good shape, that water's not coming in, there's no cracks up there. Um, you know, and, and uh, you know, because a crack today on the top of your chimney the guarantee is it's never going to be smaller than it is today. Sure. And it's never going to be as cheap as it is to fix today. <laughs> it's going to get Good larger point. and get more expensive over time. So uh, I think the regular maintenance of just having eyes on all the systems in your home is, is a good investment. The texter sent in the question about the damper. Thank you for the answer and wants to know if you guys service Joliet. Yes. Okay. 
So 815, uh, what, what number should 815 call to get something set up? Uh, cleanfireplace.com. You can set an appointment online or 847-918-7994. All right, here we go. 773, another texter. Why does my ventless gas fireplace emit such a bad smell? Could uh, it be the texture? It, it could be. So, uh, it, you know, the age of the unit is going to have a factor. So ventless uh, fireplaces years ago were awful. They looked awful. They smelled awful. They actually were, were dangerous. They, What's the smell? Um, well, I don't know what, what the listener is smelling, but, it, you know, it can be anywhere from, like, your stove. If you put the range of your stove on sure. and we're standing around it and, and just boiling smell. water, yeah. it's going to smell a little bit like gas. Um, sometimes there's there's stickers there's there's uh hair there's dust there's stuff like that that can be emitting a funny smell um often we've seen that they uh there's installation stickers that weren't taken off and they're kind of melting and and gives you a weird smell uh but i i would i would look at how old the unit are unit is uh because they've gotten better and better over time some of the newer ones that they make now are are great they smell less uh they look better and they're they're just better we got a water heater question here mr lawnmower all right uh 815 my water heater is five years old my my water heater is five years old hot water has an odor not sulfur rotten eggs but musty smelling should i have the anoid rod replaced and what type I have, I'm on municipal water. There you go. You opened up a can of worms here. Now we're getting all the, you want to talk about all these different uh, functions going on in the house. We've got a five-year-old water heater. According to, you know, what I've learned from Dykstra, they should last anywhere 10 to 12 years if used on a continual basis, right? Because the rust settles to the bottom, if depending on how rough the water is. It's not, it's not sulfur slash rotten egg smell, but a musty smell. Should they replace the anoid, 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 anoid? Yeah, yeah. What uh, is an anode rod? And well, well, that's where uh, I, I. That's a good question. I don't know what an anode rod is. Uh, okay. Typically, what it would be used for is, is to pass electricity through it. Uh, in in terms of what it does for the hot water heater, not entirely sure. Yeah, that, that's definitely a good plumbing question. That's a good plumbing. It's good, question. It's good plumbing. It, my guess is, uh, from my experience, yes, that's probably what the issue is. But the plumber should absolutely be checking that out. Yeah, I wouldn't be jamming rods. Up yeah, typically when they're they're. The water's going weird. There's something has been compromised inside the unit, and uh, again, that's you know whether it's your HVAC guy, or your your plumber guy, that's something they should be looking at. Um, you know, there's signs that that something's going wrong. You know, water, you know, water smell, maybe one of them rust on the top, um, but something's not something's not right there. And I think a pro looking at it's probably the best. Uh. Here's what we got here. Good morning. Could you please ask uh, a gas fireplace logs? And is that something that my chimney should be inspected? It has been gas fireplace for 40 years, and the only thing I have changed are the logs. So gas fireplace logs, should those be inspected? Yeah, annually is is the measure. Again, so, yeah, annually. Again, yeah. Less can go wrong with the gas fireplaces, but again, on, on the exterior of the home, it, it's winter. Uh, things freeze, thaw. Uh, you turn it on. It's cold. It gets hot. It gets cold. It gets hot. Um, yeah, that's something that needs to be inspected annually. You know, the byproducts of that combustion need to be venting. Uh, you know, there could be a there could be a nest in there. The the tiles could have collapsed. Or, you know, a lot of things can 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 go wrong. So, an annual rhythm uh, for many of the mechanical systems in your home is a good one. Ron, Ron, ah, right. <laughs> nice job, right Elmer. Right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, no, so I, sorry, I got I'm full of questions for you today, Rob. But the yeah. um, so she was asking about the the actual ceramic logs. 
do those do, do those create an issue? Do those if they crack or break or anything? No, that even if they crack or break, um, it, it's not usually an issue. But generally, they they start looking bad over time. Um, uh, you'll get a, a black carbon buildup. That's that's pretty normal. And do um, you guys clean that or do you replace them? Yeah, or? you could clean that and uh, uh, you know brush that off. Uh, actually, with the logs are hot, you can spray Windex on it. That's a, that's kind of a good uh, really good okay. way to you know. Freshen, freshen them up, uh, you know, at home. Turn the fire off, and, you know, and the logs get pretty hot. Spray a little Windex in a kind of I was going to clarify that for David, so thanks for doing that. Yeah. Or you could buy the uh, gas log cleaner, which I think is the same thing that's like five times the price. Got it. Tracy? <laughs> hey, uh, so I've got uh, two fireplaces in my house, uh, one in the basement and then one directly above it, and I have two of those dampers on mine. But when I build a fire in the upstairs fireplace, it actually goes up the fireplace and back down, and I can smell it in the basement. Now, I've, I've covered it all with duct tape and stuff in the basement, but what can I do to help get rid of that? Yeah, so if you have, um, that's a very common problem. So what happens is, is the basement fireplace is in, in, in a negative pressure zone. So one of two things is happening. The smoke is leaving the upstairs flue, and it's getting sucked down through the top of the flue and then coming in into the basement, or at least the smell of it. You might not be able to see the smoke, but you certainly can smell that you're having a fire in, in the basement. Um, if you have a, a top ceiling damper that's sealed tight, you, you 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 know we look at it and we say all right the smoke's going up there how is it getting into that that other flu um, that would be a worse problem because that means there's a, a breach inside the upstairs flu smoke is getting out of that flu and somehow into the other flu and allowed to come back down into the basement so that may you may have uh, uh, something compromised in the upstairs flu uh, and or the uh, downstairs flu. So you're definitely going to want to have that, that checked out. And you or, guys do that? Yeah, absolutely. You, you come to St. Charles? Yes, for sure. Okay. Right, we got to hit a quick break here. If our listeners want to reach out to you, what's the best number to reach out to you? Cleanfireplace.com or 847-918-7994. We'll come back with the other mechanical checkups throughout the house, and we have 847 here. Anode rod is water, in water heater, attracts particles of iron, limestone, or other minerals present in the water through an electromechanical process and corrodes oh and corrodes in place in the tank thank you dave and saint charles for that explanation I had trouble right. reading corri- corrodes. It was a big word and a lot of R's in there. A little so. trouble with electrochemical, too. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, English is my second language, so mm-hmm. stay in your lane. 312-981-7200. One more time, your phone number, Rob, if our listeners want to reach out to Lindemann. 847-918-7994. This is Home Sweet Home Chicago on AM 720. Coming back next with Tracy Kahn of Joe Comfort. Home Sweet Home Chicago. For experienced homeowners who need that little extra help that didn't need it maybe five, six years ago, having trouble getting up the stairs, having trouble getting around corners, having trouble going to the bathroom, a a lot of these things you don't think about now. I'm 54, peak shape, as as you can tell. Exactly. You know it. Wait, what did you say? Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in shape. Uh, rounds no, of you shape. Are, you are, you are. Yeah, rounds of shape. Well, rounds of, thanks, yeah. thanks, oh, you're Tracy. You're solid like a round. Uh, let's turn you're Tracy. You're built for tough. Yeah, let's turn Tracy's mic off. For that, that, that you're built for tough. I'm built for tough. Right? I'm, I, I'm an 850. Now back to David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. 312-91-7200. 312-91-7200. Go to WGNDavid.com for all of our contact information. If you have any questions, the phone number again, 312-981-7200. Frank came in today, Tracy. You got his name right. That I know I did. 
because <laughs> he, he reminded me, sent me a text, my name's Frank, during the break, <laughs> um, that, hey, I'm gonna, I've got a sale for you. His sister-in-law needs a car. How often does that happen? Like you walk in a room and somebody's like, hey, my, uh, my brother, my sister, my aunt, my uncle, my mother, my father needs a car. Very frequently. Just uh, earlier, Frank was showing me his stepbrother. No, uh, my brother. His brother. Yeah. His, yeah. I'm sorry, his brother uh, just bought one from us. Just just yeah. recently. Yeah, he bought a Ford, uh, Ford F-150 yeah. from you guys. He was thrilled. And you've got 0% financing now, so Frank's sister-in-law could qualify for the loan. Sir. We don't know if she qualifies. She got good credit, Frank? I think they're just fine. They're fine, good yeah. credit, got a job, all right? Yeah, So if she sure qualifies, do. you never know. Till you, everybody's got 800 credit scores, as you know, until you pull the credit. So assuming that the credit's good is Frank's, because Frank's is like 900, it only goes to 850. Right. Um, I thought I broke 1,000 last time you You did, you and Joe. Joe's at 1,500, may he rest in peace, even though it only goes to 850. Joe's like, I buy 1,580. So um, what are we looking at? What, where did this 0% finance come from, which is rare in this higher rate environment that we're in? We still have the Fed talking about pushing the short-term rates up. You typically don't have automobile companies coming out with 0% financing in these type of markets. What's going on there? Well, they're trying to move out the uh, last of the 22s. So um, most everything on the lot right now is a 22, but we're starting to see a few 23s. So what they're trying to do is push out the 22s. And we haven't seen 0% financing like this in probably three years. Three years? Three years. Oh, yeah. Since the beginning of COVID. Really? Uh, Yeah. Then everybody was buying everything, and you didn't need right. to find. You know, you didn't need to have the incentives, Frank. How's inventory for you? Because I know In- that was a problem at the beginning of twenty two. Inventory has been getting better on certain models. Uh, when it comes to like a Bronco or um, Expeditions, for some reason, are really difficult right now. But um, as far as um, trucks and uh, SUVs, the inventory is starting to get better. We had forty one on the lot when I left yesterday. Um, we're we're getting there, but we should have 300 on the lot this time of year. Whoa. Okay. How, how about uh, uh, pricing? I know for a while things were going well over MSRP. And, you know, personally, we were, you know, shopping for cars and we're like, well, maybe last year was not the time to buy the new car based on, uh, you know, some of the prices. Have they come down? Have they leveled off? They, they have, yes. Uh, there are still some models where they're over MSRP, the things that are really hard to come by, like your Bronco. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, for the most part, they've they've come down. Yeah. And, and, you know, part of that is, too, if you looked at the trade-ins, you could have a one or two-year-old trade-in, comparable trade-in, and those we're actually giving people over MSRP back for a car that was one or two years old. So, so while it was more expensive to buy the new vehicle, you were getting twenty-five to thirty percent more than what your trade should have been worth. So it kind of offsets it. Yeah, yeah. We were in a situation where we're handing down cars to these new drivers yeah. that are coming along. So yeah. you know, you, you couldn't take the upside of the trade in, right? But you know, there's a premium on it, so it's good to hear that they're you know leveling off. And they are, they are, good. because we're starting to see enough inventory to make that happen. Um, and then the the used, it, it will start to see more trade ins now that there's more new. So it, the prices have come down some on unused, and and I think this year you'll see them settle quite a bit, ten fifteen percent probably. That's good. 
It is good. It's yeah. Let's get back to normal. Yeah. What does Ford say about inventory? When did they expect to have it caught up for for you and you know everybody else? They've refrained from saying anything anymore because they've told us several times over the last two and a half years. Yeah, we. It looks like uh, right on the horizon here. We have some more chips coming. Well, then you have lockdowns in China for these different factories. So now we're looking for soft trims, so like dash pads and door panels and armrests and things like that. Those factories ended up closing up uh, in China just temporarily, but and that slowed everything down. So you think you got one thing coming back, and then you have another problem. One of the chip factories in Columbus that they're building in Columbus and in uh, in Arizona due to be online is it this year? Is it twenty no, four? It'll be twenty four in yeah. twenty four. Yeah, they're they're saying summer of twenty four. Okay, so we're we we're six, 16, 18 months away. Yes, assuming no no other challenges. Right. So that will take care of that portion of it, but there's still ten thousand parts in a car. So. Right. And the so other problem here, and the other good thing is, is that shipping container costs have gone down to pre-COVID levels, right? Where where they're back to where they are right now, you know, back to where they were two years ago, or or at the beginning of 2020. So all of those shipping costs that were being passed on to the consumer, which caused the higher inflation and fi- higher inflationary pressures, are all corrected, have been corrected, and we're back to a normal shipping cycle, a relative shipping cycle. Relatively, yeah, right. it's still a little bit slow yet, but. Overall, you're right. You're right. exactly right. We, we, okay, we don't have 100-plus ships off the port of, port of uh, L.A. waiting to be unloaded, Right, which right. is a good thing. If our listeners, we, We're going to come back after the break, talk more about the 0% financing, about, about used cars as well. Got to hit a break at the top of the hour because uh, Mr. Jennings is in there going, come on, buddy, I got my, lunch, I got my news ready to go. If our listeners want to reach out to you to talk, I'm sorry, Kevin Wells, whoever did I, who did I say? Who did I say? You said Jennings. Oh, Jennings. All right. He looks like, uh, you know, they all the news guys look alike. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> uh, if our listeners want to reach out uh, during the break for a car, used cars, what uh, what's the best way to reach out to your guys? Call us at 630-682-9200 or online at joecottonford.com. All right. Come back after the break with more of Tracy Kahn. 312-981-7200. 312-981-7200. We're going to throw it over to Kevin Wells in the newsroom. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Now, here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. 312-981-7200, Megapro's call, text, and photo line. It's coffeeforcause.org, not .com, and not for profits.org. Did you mess something up? I got an angry text message from Mike Masco with six explanation points, which means I messed up. Coffeeforcause.org, catch 35 Sundays and Mondays, say Vestathon. Click on the Vestathon logo or type in Vestathon when you go to coffeeforcause.org. And Marcy and her team are listening in the shop, Chocolate Inspirations, LLC. Do you have any of the cinnamon toffee left, or is it all gone? No, there's some left. How much left? Like an inch left? What do you weigh, like 75 pounds holding (laughs) five-pound dumbbells? Is that what you weigh? Yeah. Close enough. Yeah, close enough. Maybe seventy. You don't ever ask maybe seventy eight. She's much nothing. They weigh. She's like a thimble over there. For God's sake, <laughs> she powered through that toffee like Grant went through Atlanta down there. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. By the way, I want you to know that was made and packaged by a ninety five year old uh, grandmother. Uh, oh yeah, Marcy's great. Is it you know, Marcy's grandmother who started the company? They keep her in the back. They don't pay her, and they just give her soup. <laughs> So we don't want to talk about it because we don't want the police department to show up there with the you know, eat, you know, with the elderly care. We don't want anything like that happens. But if you go to Chocolate Inspirations LLC. 
buy chocolate, say Vestathon, 15% of the sale will go towards Vestathon. Tracy Khan, we got a text message in here. You mentioned on previous shows that you have a service bay and a service area. And some of our texters are worrying, are wondering about if you only service four trucks. Now, there's a lot of other trucks out there. GM's got trucks. Chrysler's got every. There's a bunch of different truck manufacturers, Mack and all those other ones. Do you service other trucks other than Ford, or are you just a Ford-only truck shop? No, we, we work on all makes and models. Uh, the only thing is with when it comes to vehicles that are under warranty, we're only licensed to do warranty work for Ford vehicles only. Um, so if it comes down to warranty work, we can't do that on GMs. or uh, Probably the, the biggest other model that we get is the International, so the 4700s, the 4900s. You get the service those. Deweys. Yes. I stand correction. It was Sherman that went through Atlanta. What did I say, Grant? Yeah. All right, Grant was busy elsewhere, kicking the Confederates' rear end. So it was, it was it was Sherman. So thank you, General Sherman, and thank you, eight four seven. You can tell I love history. I just got just got the just got the generals wrong. Well, you just throw some. You let them educate cigars. you. Yeah, I'm an educated guy. 18 on my ACT. I I watch I watch <laughs> the History Channel. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. Megapro's call, text, and photo line. Thank you. For correcting me, it's the only mistake I've made today. So, if our listeners want to reach out to you to get into uh, investments, because let's face it, it's still tough to hire skilled workers out there, and you've got a a whole garage full of skilled workers. That all they do is wrench on different types of trucks. And if you have a GM or an international, and you want some some warranty work, then find a GM garage or an international garage if there are any in the area to do the warranty work other than that most of these trucks you know are been on the road probably 50 percent longer than their lifetime expected lifetime because you just can't get trucks or vans in the abundance as we used to get to prior to covid and the factory burning down chip factory so a lot of companies listening right now are running their trucks and running their box trucks and running their vans a lot longer, running their pickups a hell of a lot longer than they had originally expected, and because they just can't get new, can't get used um, uh, vehicles either to replace the older stock that they've got on the road. Right, and and then uh, let's take it a step further. You can't get parts. Uh, parts has been a problem for especially uh, computer parts where you need where there's chips in the in those parts uh that's been difficult to get but uh as far as um working on some of these uh medium and heavier light duty trucks um the parts are coming much more readily now I and mean, we had a time where we were looking at two to three months uh, and people just can't be without their vehicles for that amount of time and like you said the uh People are keeping them 50 70 100 percent longer than they would normally keep a vehicle because it's they can't get a new one. You can't replace it. So you have to do whatever you can to uh, fix what you have. 312 would like to know, Texter, what's the lead time for ordering a new Bronco? If Those are hot. They are very hot. Uh, and it's still quite a ways out. Uh, if it's the full-size Bronco, uh, I know, Rob, you went through this. Yeah. I went through this, and my wife went through this. Um, you're probably still looking at eight months to a year right now. What? But for a Bronco Sport, which is the smaller one, you're probably three or four months. Why is it? Why eight months to a year? Just uh, the axles. There's a lot of things on the Bronco. It's it's a much more heavy duty vehicle. Um, you know, we we like to say it's a better vehicle than a Jeep. 
Um, but it's there's a lot of heavy-duty parts that come along with that, and even that is taking time right now. 312-981-7200, Megapro's call, text, and photo line. Talk real quickly before we hit the break about the 0% financing for all the listeners that might not have been listening during the first hour. So there's 0% financing for 36 months on 22 models, uh, most of what we have in stock. Um, so it's on the uh, Escape, the Edge, the Explorer, the F-150. Um, that's mostly what we have in stock. I really don't have any vans in stock other than one electric van. Um, there is no 0% on that. But uh, everything else uh, pretty much that we have that are 22s on the lot right now, pretty much have the zero what about 23s if you want a 23 are you at three nine two nine one three point nine percent three point nine percent okay so yeah. they so really it's, it's better than you know what you get at a bank but it's it's mm-hmm. still they still they really want to get rid of the 22 absolutely all right our listeners want to reach out to you what's the best number 630-682-9200 or joecottonford.com 312-981-7200 312-981-7200 go to wgndavid.com that's a megapro's call text and photo line we're going to come back with more from frank wazalewski of access after these messages 312-981-7200 home sweet home chicago 720 WGN. Home sweet home Chicago. The texter pointed out I did make a mistake. Pardon me, Mr. Perfect! Mark this, the first mistake I've made. What did you do? It's not free credit report, it's annual credit report. Big mistake. So you go to annualcreditreport.com. Thank you for the correction. I would say be careful how you type it because it would take you to a very unique set of sites and then you start getting pop-up messages. Not that I know anything about that. Now, here's David Hochberg and home sweet home Chicago. 312 7200 Megapro's call, text, and photo line. Going over to Frank and Access. What um, what other challenges did you help our listeners overcome this week? This week? Oh, uh, we had quite a few bathrooms and, and lifts. Uh, so, I mean, we, it, 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 that's really... That's really kind of a broad question. So, uh, you know, we on average we help about ten to fifteen people a day. Ten to fifteen listeners a day. Yeah. So, wow. so quite a bit. Um, what age are they? It varies. To be honest, are they with calling you. from themselves or for somebody else? Most of the time, they're calling for somebody else. Okay. You know, most of the time, they're calling for somebody else, and it's everything from you know, um, you know, grab bars to full bathroom remodel lifts uh, going in. So it's sometimes it's you know consultations about future work. What is the pushback? Okay, here's a good question because I just thought of it, and I will say, pat myself on the back for this great question I'm about to ask, Tracy, so get ready. Um, what's the pushback from the homeowner that you're consulting with when somebody else calls up for that homeowner to do a consultant for? They right? don't want it. <laughs> right, right. You know, it's like all Who of are us, you? right? You know, I, I'm getting older, too, and I get, you know, my body starts aching, but do I admit it? No, I'm still right. 18. You know, I'm, I'm young. I can take on the world. Do they let you in the house? Oh, yeah, always. Okay, always. so... Always, so always. Because, you know, tip, if I'm going out there for mom and dad, and, and it's the kids that are calling, they're with me. They're meeting me at the okay. house. They, okay. They're there. They've prepped mom and dad. You know, and, of course, you, you got dad sitting there, you know, the whole time sitting in his chair watching TV going, right. I don't need this. But, you know, it's you know the kids still want to go through the motions. And, sure, and his know. boxers, you know, you know, watching uh, Quincy. That might be your house, but they're usually well, not yeah. the ones I go well, to. Quincy, uh, it's a great show. Jack Klugman. Uh, probably- I got a question, Frank. What are some of the things you can uh, do uh, before that point where you, where you need it? You know, oftentimes you're going through a remodel. Yeah, I'm 50. I, I hope you know I don't need uh, help up the steps just yet. 
But uh, you know, as you're you know building out your house, you're remodeling certain portions. Are there things you should be uh, you know aware of that you know down the road this would be nice to have done this? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. Thank you, because uh, that's actually one of the services we offer that uh, probably doesn't get used very often. Is it's it's free consultation and guidance on planning. So if you're going to be remodeling your house in any fashion, if you're just doing you know an addition or you're remodeling the bathroom, and yeah, you may not need it today, but you want us to look over your plans or walk through the house with you we can tell you okay yes when you you know get to a point that you need a walker and assistance or you know heaven forbid you're in an accident you need a wheelchair um we can help you design your house early um so that it's wheelchair accessible or you just need to do a very minor modification at that point to make it uh, fully wheelchair accessible and then you could design it right in so it doesn't look like it's institutional I see. Have you ever thought about doing like seminars or presentations at at, at retirement communities like Dell Web that are predominantly uh, fifty eight and, and older, probably sixty and older? We have, but I mean, it, honestly, Dell Web has done a fantastic job of making sure that you know it's low rise stops. It's sure. um you know, uh, 36 inch wide doors. Most of them uh, are yeah, ranches. Yeah, mo- yeah, most of them are ranches. So, that, that, that particular community that you mentioned is, has actually done a fantastic job. So, we usually do very minor uh, stuff there where we're adding a small ramp, or sometimes we'll have to put in an overhead lift for somebody who can't use their legs anymore. Sure. But, um, you know, uh, yes. So, have we gone out and done it? Sure. Absolutely. We've gone out to nursing facilities and stuff like that and um, gave education to people on how. My in laws bought a place in McHenry. In the Dell Web up uh, up by there, and it was a ranch house with the basement. So right now they're you know they're mobile. My father in law got two new knees and all that stuff. So it, you know going up and down. But if they use the basement, it could be a challenge in the future to put you know, putting a lift. Believe down it or not, David, the most common application for a full residential elevator is in a ranch home. Really? Yes, that's the most common installation across the Midwest from the main floor to the basement. Oh, because oh, of the yeah, basement. Because of the basement. Instead of a st- instead of a chair, it's not like the multi. Yeah, it's. I mean, yes, we do them in multi. You know, multi story homes going up, and obviously the Chicago brownstones down here that are twenty feet wide. Sure, but the most common application is a ranch house. Really? Yes, I did not know that. Three one two ninety one seven two zero zero three one two ninety one seventy two hundred. Go to wgndavid.com for all of our contact information. Tracy Khan, how about super duty and diesel trucks for GMAC? Ford, GMAC, Chevy, any apply for 0%. Well, you're a Ford dealer, not a GM or a Chevy dealer, a GM dealer. Um, do the Super Duty and Diesel trucks uh, qualify for the 0% financing on 22 models, or is it just cars? It's it's basically just SUVs and, and uh, F-150s, not the Super Duties. The Super Duties, I don't even have any 22s Super Duties in stock anyway, so it, not that it would matter, but uh, everything I have coming from here on is uh, all 23s as far as super duties and diesels go anyway so but no there is not zero percent financing i just like saying super duty on, on how about radio. um well, that's because you are a super duty how about cars like the edge and you know mustang yes. and all that too well the the mustang does not but the the escape the edge the explorer and the f-150 and how's your inventory on those we have some inventory i probably have a dozen uh escapes I've got uh, three or four edges. I've got a five or six uh, explorers, okay. and I've got about a dozen F one fifties. 
Are so, they making vans anymore? My, they my are. wife, they are. Yes, but mo- so uh, um, the vans they built uh, hundred twenty thousand electric vans, and that really messed up the van market because th- they could only produce so many bodies for these. So an ICE engine, an uh, internal combustion engine. Um, there weren't enough of those. Now they're starting to catch up with those, but there was about a year where there weren't many vans around. So uh, most people ordered their vans, and uh, that's what we're delivering right now. I don't have any for stock right now. Because my wife and I were driving. This is how you know you've been married for 20 years, and when you start talking about, you know, we haven't seen many vans out. on, on. It used to be the hottest thing when we had kids, 15, 20 years ago, everybody wanted the vans because it was easy. You popped the, you pushed the button, the door opened up, and you had easy access to the third row. And then you put all your soccer, baseball, lacrosse, hockey, BS in the back. Right. Um, we, you're but, talking about a minivan. Though. I'm talking about a minivan. Right. Are there any minivans? Is that market there, well, still there or is that dying? There is. Um, it, it's not as big of a market as it used to be. A lot of people like driving the SUVs as opposed to the minivans. Yeah. But there still are some minivans on the market, just not as prevalent as what they used to be 10 years ago you had the astro van or we, we had the aerostar aerostar and then uh the windstar and then the freestar and now we have the transit connect wagon which is a uh it's a minivan with seven seats rob how about the uh four transits how's the stock on those? so that's what i was talking about was the transit vans the full-size oh, okay. vans um we're starting to see some now if you ordered one you're probably looking at three or four months but the uh there aren't many around right now but we're starting to see that a little bit because they built one hundred twenty thousand electric ones and uh we still have some of those but um there's less call for that especially in this weather uh it has a 120 mile range but in this weather you might have a 70 or 80 mile range oh. so it's uh this time of year we don't sell too many electric vans so where where's where's ford going with the combustible with the combustible engine a lot of car dealers are basically saying by 2020 if i think mercedes and audi and bmw and a lot of the higher end have said by the end of 2023 by the end of 2025 we're not making any gas powered engine anymore any any combustible engines we're all going to electric is ford on that same uh path or are they more realistic like where are we going to plug all these things in no they uh uh Jim Farley, the uh, CEO of Ford, actually addressed that um, at our meeting in September, and uh, he said that through 2035, he doesn't see any change in ICE engines as far as um, heavy duty. There's a couple things. They're, the grids aren't ready to handle this all of this electricity right. for all these electric vehicles, and you see rolling blackouts in California right now, and that's with 400,000 electric cars. What's going to happen when we have 20 or 30 million electric cars? Yeah. They're really going to have some rolling blackouts. So, um, But to take it a step further, he was talking about, as far as towing, um, because it's not the greatest for towing. You use up your battery very quickly when you're towing on an electric vehicle. So for that reason, ICE engines will be around for at least another 12 to 15 years. ICE stands for? Internal combustion engine. Okay, 312-981-7200. I just don't know where everybody's going to, all this power is going to come from and everybody's going to plug in, especially when they're traveling. Okay, I mean, I, it's 70 miles. It's nothing. No, I mean, I was just going to say, I mean, we have transits in our fleet that mm-hmm. we use for, you know, repair vehicles and whatnot for my crews. And 
I do the whole state of Illinois. I can't have a guy going to stop and charge up every 75 miles. It, do, it doesn't exactly. work. It doesn't right. work. The cost right. the cost efficiency isn't there. So. Right. It, it's a simple supply and demand, too. The, it, the consumer's got to buy the cars. You buy an electric car, you got to charge it. More people buy uh, you know, electric cars, it's harder to charge. Now they're charging. You go to the stations, There's, you know, it can be 20 bucks to charge your car, Certainly. a supercharger, right? Mm-hmm. So that was, that was free five years ago. Right. So if everyone rushes in and buys electric cars, Ford's going to sell what people are buying. You Absolutely. Know, and when electric well, cars become more it, inconvenient, it's tough. They're saying by 2026, Ford is going to build 2 million wow. electric vehicles a year. So yeah, they're they're definitely committed to electric vehicles, but they're still going to build one and a half to two million ICE engines as well because they know that it, and it's all the high ends. Uh, you know, it, it's Cadillac and Mercedes and BMW and Jaguar and all of these companies have said that they're going to go electric, but it's not practical for uh, people who are using utility vehicles or, or trucks or people that drive cars that don't like the style and the feel. Of the electric cars, right? I mean, exactly. I don't like. I, I, my lease is up in March. Mm-hmm. I don't like the new cars. I don't like, and I don't like the interest rates. I'm going to buy my lease up. Yeah, I'm right. going to run with my. I'm going to run with my gas powered car. I'm, you know, I'm fine with that. And my payment will go down by fifty percent because of the interest rates have tripled from when I bought my from when I leased it. So that's just the way it is. All right, Kevin Wells is looking at me. When's he going to throw it at me? When's he going to throw it? At me? All right, we're going to take a quick break. If our listeners want to reach out to you, Trace, how do they reach out to you? They can reach me at six three zero six eight two ninety two hundred or at joecottonford.com. All right, thanks. But hey, take Kevin Wells. Come in and get some toffee before these scavengers. Eat it all. It's oh, delicious. I can't wait. I'll and, be in there. And we got coffee uh, out there also from coffeeforcause.org. 312-981-7200 is a mega pros call, text, and photo line. 312-981-7200. This is Home Sweet Home Chicago on 720 WGM. Now, here's Home Sweet Home Chicago. 312-981-7200. Mega pros call, text, and photo line. 312 312- Nine eight one seven two hundred seventy two hundred. What is the lifetime of batteries on an electric car, and how much does it cost to replace the battery? Wow, that's a tough question. So, um, the we have yet to replace a battery on a um, on an electric vehicle. Now, Ford has a uh, a patent on their batteries, and it's actually thirteen different pieces that are shaped like an octagon, and they can replace a cell individually. So, you don't have to replace an entire battery when you do that. However, um, using these superchargers that they're called, the the level three chargers that uh, charge them more quickly, they're saying that that wears down a battery more quickly and it it shortens the life of one. We have, as I said, yet to replace a battery on on an electric vehicle. We've replaced one on a hybrid, and that was because it was in an accident and it broke the battery case. Um, And those are about seven or eight thousand dollars for a hybrid. But for a battery for an electric vehicle, depending on which model you have, is probably going to be in the fifteen to twenty thousand dollar range. Do you? Wow! And what what is the cost saving? So Ford's, in, you know, patented technology. You're talking about with the individual cells. What, what can would that be a thirteenth of the price then? Right, roughly. Yeah. Well, and there, so the reason there's thirteen pieces is there's uh, twelve cells, and uh, and one they call it the brain, and it kind of monitors every cell that's in there and it it will tell if if one is degrading so that you can uh so that we can replace one the other thing is it allows you to stock less because that octagon shaped cell will fit any 
model electric vehicle that Ford is building. So, uh, so you don't have to That's stock a whole cool. So instead of spending twenty thousand, somebody might right. be spending fifteen hundred, two thousand. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Right. Installed. Right. Right. Very cool. Yeah. That's that. That's good going forward. Yes. Yeah. Three one two ninety one seven two zero zero Micropros call text and photo line. Rob, we were talking about different parts of your house that you wanted to talk about for annual checkups, maintenance tips. So your dime, your dance floor, buddy. Yeah. So uh, you know, I got in my lovely Ford Bronco that was well worth the two year wait this morning, and it, it hit three thousand miles, and it my something went off in my head. It said, "Do what." Change oil. Change the oil, yeah. right? Because I like my Bronco, and it sounds cool. It's not electric. <laughs> <laughs> right? But I, I want to maintain it because you know, I want it to last and, and, and not break down, and, and that preventative maintenance is, is worth it. Uh, the same goes for the home. Right? There, there are systems in your house that uh, it's money well spent to have them maintained because it's going to last longer, whether it's your furnace or uh, your, your fireplace your um, you know, plumbing, all, all, all the systems in your home need some sort of maintenance, gutters twice a year, right? You can look online. There, there's a series of things that um, you should do to your home every year to, to you know, increase the longevity of the system. Some of them you can do yourself. You can change your you know, smoke alarm batteries. You can unplug your hose at the spigot, right? Some of them you need professionals, but all of that is, is a good investment of time and, and, and money. Air filters and furnaces? Yeah, those should be done uh, uh, a few times a year. Yeah, quarterly. Um, so yeah. here, guilty myself. Years ago, I, I failed to change my furnace. Uh, it, the furnace filter got clogged up, and it caused the brain of my um, uh, furnace to go. So I, I probably lost five years of, of life because I failed to change my, my furnace filter. Something, something I should have done. So a $12 right. piece probably cost you $400 in right. an electrical co- component. To, that you fried out. So nice job there. More than that, I was absent-minded in raising Emma and, you know, right. kids yeah, running around. I forgot about the furnace filter, and this was probably more of the issue than, than the investment of, of dollars at the time. Right. But there's a checklist of things that's good to, to look over and say, I, I, you know, I need to you know do these to maintain my home because uh, the regular maintenance um, uh, over time, uh, you know, pushes off expensive repairs. Um, so if your furnace lasts five years longer, that that's a big saving. It's worth the you know hundred or two hundred dollars a year to have it serviced. Frank, does Lindemann have like a check fireplace light or some kind of maintenance service <laughs> that you guys? No, you know, no, we we've thought of it, uh, but no, there's no light or anything like that. But annual is the rhythm, you know, similar to your your HVAC systems, right? right. Emma's eating this toffee here. How often should you have your teeth cleaned? <laughs> Twice a year, right? right? Every six months, you go in and have Twice your teeth cleaned. That, yeah. For for some reason, the home uh, people—it's it, just not top of mind that I should be regularly maintaining this. And, and the other thing is, you get a, you get a tradesy type guy or gal that comes into your home and is looking over things. You know, uh, people that are in the trades are spend a lifetime fixing things. So when when our guys are on your roof, we're not roofers, but we're we're looking up there, going, "Well, that's not right." Uh, you can't see up there. So, so the more tradesy type people you have in your home, looking around, looking for things that that are, you know running the way they should be, is a good, good or thing. a soft spot on your roof that you might not know unless you're sure. walking around on your roof once a year. Sure. Or shingles that are gone in an area because how many people are jumping on top of the roof? Right. Probably less than two percent of our listeners have have the uh, wherewithal to jump on jump up on a roof. And let's face it; it's not safe. Hey, you got to get up yeah. there, right? And, and I wouldn't recommend it if you it's haven't done all. it before. Hey, you know, I, getting down is another story altogether. Yeah, you, you really need to be taught how to do that. Uh, the just right. one, I, one I, quick step. Yeah. I clean I clean gutters probably for twenty years. Um, 
did chimneys, fireplaces. I don't go on my own roof because I'm not a pro anymore doing it. Um, it. Don't go on your roof. Uh, there's so many injuries that happen that way. Our guys are trained. They're safe. They got safety gear. Um, they they go on my roof. I, I don't because they're the pros now, and I'm not, I'm not anymore. 312-981-7200, 312-981-7200, go to wgndavid.com for uh, all of our contact information all the other experts on the show download podcasts of previous shows if our listeners want to reach out to you how do they reach out to you cleanfireplace.com or 847-918-7994 we're going to take a quick break here benny and then coming back i just talked to a guy today who i just want to let everybody know why i hate 15-year fixed loans okay just throw it out there right during a break Two or three breaks ago, a guy called me up. I'm like, okay, I know this guy. Went to a 15-year fixed loan, told him, recommended not to. Okay, went to a 15-year fixed loan. Now he's in trouble because he can't afford the payment. All right, 312-981-7200, Go to WGNDavid.com, WGNDavid.com for all of our contact information and download podcasts of our show. Tom from Romeoville for Speed Jokes. I told my wife I wanted to be cremated. She made an appointment for next Thursday. 312-981-7200. That's pretty funny. 312-981-7200. Go to WGNDavid.com. We're going to pay some bills. Be right back. Benny, take us a break, buddy. Home sweet home Chicago. Is there an end to this story? There is. Is this chapter eight? Joe said to me, have a point. Have a point, man. I'll get straight to the point. And David said, have an ending. You have an ending. You lost people. They're gone. Well, we're waiting. I got Dykstra texting me. I could I got an answer for it. I'm like, so does he if you get to the point. Now, here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. 312-981-7200. Mega Pros call, text, and photo line. Bring them on. Send in your question, Dave Levy's show question is, can a homeowner stop their mortgage from being sold off? The problem is that it lowers the home's owner's credit score because of the age of the account affect the credit score. No, it does not. So so basically, here's what the, um, the, the texter is asking. Mine's been sold three times. So here's the deal. If your loan is sold off, I, I use this analogy, right? You're a potato in a sack. All right. If you have a 30 year fixed loan at 4%, you and thousands of other people are at 30 year fixed loan at 4%. Then you've got a thousands of people at 30 year fixed loan at 2.5%, and thousands of people at, at 5%, right? You're in a potato sack. You're just one of tens of thousands in a securitized trunk, if you will, right? And when that investor wants to unload some of their portfolio for whatever reasons. It's too much risk. They need to raise cash. They sell you off to another servicer. Your loan doesn't change. A credit report is not being repulled. The mortgage on your credit report, the aging of the mortgage on your credit report, aging means you take out a car loan. It's a 60-month car loan. We Okay, with Ford, for example, you get to um, 30 months, you're down... Uh, half of the loan, your credit score is getting better because your balance is down. Same thing is happening with the mortgage. So 847 or 312, whoever, or 708, um, whoever told you that your credit is getting worse by your mortgage being sold off to another servicer is 100% horrible information. It's the same loan. You sign a note, you sign a mortgage. It doesn't change the mechanics of your loan. It, do, it does not impact you negatively at all. Tracy. So um, 
there's a lot of truth to what David's saying. What he's telling you is exactly right. The only thing that I have seen, though, is you'll have a, a mortgage company buy out somebody else's mortgage, and uh, it doesn't show paid off. So then it shows you with a higher balance. That's the only time, and I'm talking about it because I did finance and the car business for 35. Right. Yeah. Right, so um, so if that does happen, you just have to make sure that they uh, report it as zero balance so that it doesn't show that you're overextended. Correct, and that's just a quick uh, annualcreditreport.com. Go to the three credit agencies, file a dispute. They've got, by law, 30 days to update everything, and within 30 days, your credit scores will be back to normal. Correct. So if, if your servicing is getting transferred, you have nothing to worry about, okay? And again, you are a potato in a sack. That's all you are. You are bundled. I wish with... you quit. Stop saying that to me. I know. I'm looking at you as well. <laughs> you know, you're just you're you're just part of a securitized uh, batch of loans that's being traded off to another servicing operation for tens of difference of reasons. So there's nothing to worry about. A gentleman who I told recommended not to go into a 30 year fixed loan. Now, he went into a 15-year fixed loan because he knew more about financing than I do. I took him from a 600 to a, a 500 to a 700 to get into his house. He then refinanced with somebody else. He went into a 15-year fixed loan, told him it was a bad move. He now has a second loan against his home, which means he took out a home equity line of credit, which I'm a big fan of for emergency reasons. He, that's loaded up because he couldn't afford his 15-year fixed loan. He had more debt. Now he's got $30,000 worth of credit card debt which he probably still would have had credit card debt, but it wouldn't have been as much if he was in a 30-year fixed loan instead of a 15-year fixed loan. And now his credit score is back down to seven, uh, from 700 to 560. So here's the deal. He took another job. He was making 120, 30 grand a year. He's now down to $60,000 a year for whatever different variables there are. So he's not bringing as much money in. His wife went from a salary job to an hourly job, so we can't use her income. So I've got a $60,000 a year borrower with $400,000 worth of debt against a $500,000 home. No shot in hell that's getting done. Number one, with the 540 credit score. And number two, he doesn't have enough income to pull it off. So here's, here's all you young, you know, I'll do a little Lou Bulldrow on you. All you young you know, baseball players, keep your butt down and your glove on the ground. No, here's the deal. Stay the hell away from 15-year fixed loans. You could go into a 30-year fixed loan, pay extra, knock off your 30-year and 15, but just throw an extra money on there. Any mortgage professional could calculate that out for you. But to put yourself into a box, especially when you've had credit challenges in the past, to then have to go out, get a home equity line of credit, which there's nothing wrong with, and then take on $30,000 worth of debt, which you wouldn't have had as much debt if you went into the 30 instead of the 15, is just financial malfeasance on your part. It's it's just it's just it, it's financial suicide what you're doing to yourself, okay? And most of the people don't. Most of our listeners don't have any control over if they get into an accident, if they have a health problem, if they have a job cut back, if one of their kids goes down, if a, if a, if you need new tires on a car. Tracy, four tires on a car is what thousand dollars? Oh, more than that now. Twelve to two thousand dollars. Okay, twelve to two, twelve to two thousand dollars. You want to replace a a, a seatbelt buckle, right? In in a Mercedes, it's five hundred dollars. Okay, in in a non Mercedes, it's probably three hundred dollars. I mean, you want to replace anything? It's three hundred, four hundred dollars now. Okay, guess what? Defensive position, everybody. What are we doing here? I'm watching Madoff last night, right? I got through this. Uh, I got through part four where he got arrested and then fell asleep. I got to go back and see everything else. 
We're we're back to the foo foo days of two thousand eight. We don't learn anything in this country. Okay, we learn nothing. Go ahead. What percentage of somebody's income do you recommend that they like put towards like have set aside for Great their question. for their mortgage payment? Great question. Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, okay, and all the agencies, FHA, VA, they like it to be at forty five percent of your gross income. It's gross income, not net income. Okay, so let's just keep it simple. You make one hundred twenty grand a year. I know not everybody makes one hundred twenty grand, but simple math: ten thousand a month. You want your total housing expense, your mortgage, principal, interest, taxes, insurance, PMI, condo association dues, planned unit development dues. You got that amount. They want that to be at thirty two, twenty eight to thirty two percent. Then you add all of your other debt: car loans, student loans, car leases, credit card debt, anything else you're paying on time. That's that you take that number, all the minimum monthly payments, add it to your housing payment. They want the total debt out of your pocket to be less than forty five percent of your gross income, Frank. So Frank, if you're taking home if you're making ten, you're not taking ten home, you're probably taking home seventy five hundred dollars. Right? Yeah. Right? If seven seventy five if you're lucky. It's probably more close to seven after all the taxes and FICA and Social Security and everything else. So now if you're at seven thousand dollars coming home and forty five hundred's going to cover your debt, you don't got a lot of money for fuel, your 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 food. Food, electric, your cell phone bills aren't on there. You're you're loading up your gas tank's not on there. Going to your grocery store is not on there. Your Comcast bill, your Comcast, your Verizon, all that stuff. If little Emma here needs her teeth cleaned, okay, because she's got beautiful teeth, boom, right? Emma's going to college, going back to college. She's going to hit that up for a G note and just stuff to go, you know, buy to you know to make Emma happy. Rob, yeah, I. I took that same strategy when i got uh, you know had emma and, and got my first home i took out a 30-year mortgage and i said i'll i'll, I'll pay it down for yes. 15 because worst case scenario when college comes around i'd at least have a house paid off if i hadn't been able to put away and, and save for it and when, when that when that time came uh you know we chose to actually remodel our house and then sure. got another mortgage but again it was another 30-year mortgage paying down because i'm like yeah, i'm gonna be 80 year you know you know, 75 years old, I want it paid off before then, but I have that flexibility. Now I'm looking at the rate that I fixed in at 30 and going, well, you borrow at like 6.75 now, now it's actually a good deal. I may not want to pay right. it as fast, but it gives me the flexibility and power uh, to control, um, you know, kind of kind of my needs and, and, and not get stuck with the interest rate that's unbearable. Before we go to break, it's monetary masturbation. You are playing with the monetary money that you've got, with the monetary uh, constraints you have coming into your house. How you play with that number and how you maneuver it and what boxes you put it in. Is it college planning? Goes over here. Is it retirement? Goes over here. Is it food? Goes over here. Do you have to have that $7 coffee every single morning with your foo food drink at Starbucks? That goes over here. I'm not making judgments. I'm just saying these are the decisions you have to make. It's a lot easier if you're going to buy a home to go into a 30 and a furnace goes out and costs you five to seven G's to replace a furnace, all right? Or if you have to have your your fireplace repaired and you got to put a damper up there, $500 to put a damper up there, okay? If you need new tires on a car, it's a G note uh, to two G's to put tires on a car. If mom or dad or, your, or you need a, a, a lift to go up or down or some grab bars, that's an investment in your house. You got to get permanent on the basement because you got basement flooding. Your insurance isn't going to cover that. Where's that money going to come from? It's a defensive mode here. Why do you want to put more stress on your life, especially in the screwed up state 
state of Illinois where our real estate taxes are so ridiculously high, and you can't get Fritz Kagey to come out of his witness protection program to explain why the taxes in Cook County are so high. Mr. I'm running to lower everybody's taxes. This guy's got no stones. He won't even come on any radio show to explain himself. You can't even find him. You got posters up and down Michigan Avenue. Where's Fitz Kagey? All right, um, I'm hit a spot. I got. I'm sweating here. I was all right. I was calm. <laughs> what do you think of that, Emma? Yeah, Emma. Yeah, yeah. Coming what unglued. type of psychological profile does that fall in? Crazy. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. You're getting our doctorate degree here. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. This is Home Sweet Home Chicago. We're going to come back with more calamity. Hang on. The fifteen year fixed loan is not the problem. It was the wrong loan for him. That's exactly what I said. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. If you go into a fifteen year fixed loan, you better have a ton of money in reserves to make those payments. If God forbid something happens, and guess what? Something happens every single day you don't plan for. Three one two nine eight one seven. Kevin Wells, when you buy a house, what 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 term are you going into? I'm sorry, I was not in this conversation. That's okay, but that's okay. I know who I'm going to to get some help. That's a good cover. Yeah. Thanks for not listening to the show. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. Home Sweet Home Chicago at seven twenty WGN. Now here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Go to wgndavid.com. Let's take some text messages here. Uh, I have a Panasonic fan heater and my light. And a light in my bathroom. It's about eight years old. After cleaning this past weekend, the heat is not as warm as it was before cleaning. What may be the reason? Thanks, Marie. You want to take that, uh, Frank? Yeah. So uh, in those uh, heating elements, uh, it's actually electric current that gets you know pushed through there to heat the to heat up the area below you. And if you bump that during um, cleaning and you're not getting a full contact through there then you don't have full electricity going through it mm. so the amount of heat being produced in that filament goes down so with the power off uh you you want to <laughs> just take the cover off and make sure that that is fully seated and if you're have difficulty with that or everything looks okay or doesn't you know then at that point i would call somebody out like us or mega pros or something to help you out with that. okay three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero can you tell me can you tell the listing listening audience if the longevity of a EV battery dis- diminishes living in Chicago, tri-state, by the cooler climate temperatures we have experienced? If you would please answer on the air, it would be greatly appreciated. So do being, does being in a cold weather area, Chicago, Wisconsin, Michigan, Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, does that have a negative impact on the life of of an electric battery yes definitely um now the overall life i don't know that there's enough data out there to tell if the overall life if it's going to shorten that but as far as for that charge yes if at uh, 20 below zero you're exactly 50 percent of what the charge is uh expected to be so in other words on a on a uh, van uh, that's meant to go 120 miles, you're only going to get 60 miles at 20 below zero. Most of the cars and um, you know, the lightning pickup trucks are 300 to 320 mile batteries. So you're still looking at a reduced amount. But yes, the colder weather is going to affect it. All right. Is that much different from combustion engines? I mean, don't we burn up more gas in cold weather too? Until the engine is warmed up, yes, yeah. that is true. Um, but... Um, I suppose when you first start it up, yes, but the battery is a little bit different because uh, it discharges. I mean, even if you leave your cell phone out in the cold for a short time, you'll see that it'll discharge really quickly while you're using it. Okay. And they're both the same, lithium-ion batteries. 
847, I was in forbearance during the pandemic. My servicer sold the loan to another servicer who does not offer any mitigation, only foreclosure thoughts. I would look at the um, the mortgage and the note that you signed when you took the mortgage out, and there should be some type of language in there for a forbearance. And if there isn't, then your new servicer has got you uh, in a place where you don't want to be, and that's not a, a fun place to be if they don't offer any type of forbearance. So look at the original mortgage note. And the mortgage to uh, look at the rules of the mortgage that you signed. Um, eight four seven. Take a thirty year fixed loan. Took take a thirty year fixed at a low rate if possible instead of making extra payment. Use extra cash to invest it instead. Okay, there's another option. You will make more money on the investment, Dave and St. Charles. Okay, so Dave and St. Charles, Mr. Anoid, who gave us the Anoid information, is throwing in his investment advice. Nice job. Um, got a fifteen year fixed at two percent. When I was uh, when I had fifteen years left on my thirty year fixed at a higher rate, the payment dropped by almost four hundred dollars a month, which is a completely different situation if you're going in that direction, right? If you're going into a fifteen and your payment's dropping, it's a completely different situation. I continue to make the same dollar payment as my old mortgage. Smart. Got a raise this year. Now I'm going to throw in an extra six hundred dollars a month at my loan. Okay, good for you. I have the flexibility to not pay extra. If I get an extra bill that month, smart. This was your advice almost two years ago. Great show, bro. See, somebody out there actually listens to you, David. There you go. I got another one. There's one. There's one. 630, David. This is, uh, I didn't work for three months the end of last year. If I hadn't taken your advice and gotten a HELOC, I'd be screwed financially, possibly losing my home. Thanks. HELOC, home equity line of credit. We recommend everybody call the fine people at BMO Harris to get that type of loan. We've yeah. got Greg. I'm sorry, Roland. I'll cut you off, Frank. Do you want no. to? No, you're good. I was just to say, Josh does a fantastic job with people. He really takes care of people. Does a great job. I think he's in next week or the week after. After Roland in Michigan, you got a question? Hello. Hello. Um, this is Yolanda, and I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> I am uh, uh, owner of a four apartment. And I want to, do I qualify for a business loan? Because I want to get to uh, those fa- the showers. You want to get the showers? You Is it is it a residential home? Yeah, I I live here and uh, I have three. Three I rentals. Three. All right, so you have an owner-occupied four-unit building in Milwaukee, correct? Yes. Okay, and how's your credit? Excellent. I'm super good. I'm like superwoman. <laughs> 1540. How much do you owe on your house, Yolanda? Um, <laughs> I took out a loan, so I'm going to say like 200 I want to say maybe. And what's a four-unit building in Milwaukee going for today? Uh, Greg, what is it going for, the unit? What does it... What's the value of our here? Four, about four hundred. My husband's estimating. We owe it like two hundred. Yeah, about two hundred. We got the figures. How long have you been married to Greg? Mm, let me see. I met him when I was sixteen. Okay. Well, how but old I are you now? Him in twenty fourteen, and I'm I'm sixty nine. I just turned sixty. How old is Greg? Wow. He's older than me. He's older than you. At seventy something. Yeah. Good for you guys. You're gonna keep him, or are you gonna are you looking to, are you looking to move on? Nah, you know how it is. I can't. Uh, uh, well, David's a bachelor this I know, weekend. Uh, so. I'm a bachelor this weekend. It's only 90 I'll minutes to Milwaukee, if you know what I mean. You at dinner. Okay. Well, okay. So here's the deal. Uh, we, uh, what rate do you have on the 200 grand? 
Um, let me see. I think it's like five. I'll check with my husband or three. What is the the rate we got? Three point five. Three point five. Okay, so you got a great rate. How much money do you need to, uh, to do the two bathrooms? Uh, well, it, I might want to do all four, so I'm going to say like. Maybe 30000 30 G's. Okay, your best option in this market is to call BMO Harris and take out a home equity line of credit to do the work. Okay. Because to refinance out of your 3.5% loan into something that's going to start with a 6, possibly 7 due to the 4-unit building, it's going to be a lot more economically feasible for you to do that. Frank? Yeah, and the Yolanda, I would probably budget. What about 50000 It doesn't matter. i take out the biggest line of credit you'd qualify for. It's still going to be... You don't want to refinance... 200 at double the rate when you only need 50, 35 to 50 grand. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, so I don't need to be a businesswoman to. No, no, you could be Yolanda in Milwaukee with some guy, you know, who, you know, you know, married to some older guy named Greg. <laughs> yeah, he used to be a football player. Oh, okay, then. Okay, Mr. I'll call him Mr. Greg. I don't want to upset him. All right, as long as you got good credit and good income and cash flow from the property. We'll, uh, we'll connect you with uh, Prav over at BMO, and they'll help you get a HELOC on that unit. How's that? Oh, yeah. And then what do you think the rate would be like? Uh, rate prime is, is six and a quarter today. Uh, so you're going to be prime, I don't know, you'll be interest only at, in the sixes or sevens. Depends. Okay. And then you just start uh-huh. chunking the heck out of that down instead of just refinancing. Okay. doesn't make sense to take 200 into double your rate on the 200 when you only need 35 to 50. Okay, I got you. And then, you know, those credit cards, I just wanted for people out there that are getting those 0% credit cards. Yeah. Are they really a 0%? Like, if you pay it back, like they tell you in a year. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. That's okay. the key. If you pay it back in a year, you'll be at 0%. If you pay it back in a year and a day, they whack you for interest on the entire amount you transferred over. So if you transfer over okay. 30000 and you get it down to twenty eight. And you carry and you carry two thousand dollars into the three hundred sixty seventh month. They're going to charge you interest on all thirty thousand. They don't tell you that. Oh, right, right. That's why I always check with you, David. Yeah, don't do that, uh, Yolanda. I'll, I'll I'll square you up. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right, you're awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on hold. We're gonna send you a Mr. Floor Cleaning Product. Uh, who did your husband play for? Uh, Marquette High. Oh, so he played high school football. Yeah. Well, so did I. But what's that guy? I thought he was a pro guy. He played high school football. Well, you know what? It's pretty tough. High school is really tough. Yeah, but he's in his seventies. I could take him. He's he played high school football. I I I I was what? Probably arm wrestling. I'll take. I'll send Frank up there. Frank will take him for me, and then I'll come in and clean it up. He played high school. I thought he played pro ball. He played high school football. Yeah, he's captain. Big shot. All right, big shot. All right, I can. Frank, you can take. Good him. looking too at that time. Very good looking. I'm gonna send Frank up there to uh, uh, to take care of him. Frank Rizzo. Yeah. Uh, you're awesome, Yolanda. Thanks for listening up in Milwaukee. We're gonna take a quick break. Uh, hold on for your Mr. Floor cleaning product. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. You're listening to Home Sweet Home Chicago on seven twenty WGM. 
Home sweet home Chicago. Whoop, there goes the 39. Exactly. Okay. Now what happens? You still owe it. I, I know you owe it there, Zippy. Is that something new? Well, that's a technical Zippy, term Zippy's here. Gonna... I thought that was an endearing <laughs> term. Yeah. Zippy. Kind of like fluffy. Just cool it, Zippy. Here's an urban dictionary. Look up Zippy. I can't explain it on the air. Also, we'll get turned off and Dean Richards will walk in here. <laughs> now, here's David Hochberg and home sweet home Chicago. 312 981 981-7200. Prime is at 7.5%. I forgot a couple of the most recent rate increases, so I apologize for giving that bad information. That's my only mistake of this hour. Right, Frank, of this half hour. Uh, yeah, of this half hour. You've of this done half very, hour. very well. We'll just ignore the first couple hours I've of the show. We've been on a roll. 312-981-7200. You see rates going up? I see rates going up. Yes, I think the Fed will increase the rates um, at least one more time. Uh, if Americans stop spending money they don't have, and our debt kind of balances out. We our, The credit card debt, we're over a trillion dollars of credit card debt as a as a nation. That's we're just over, you and your wife? That's just, no, no, it's my <laughs> wife, not me. Uh, okay. But And she's down in Florida, so she can't hear that, so don't tell her I said that. But um, student loan debt's over $1.6 trillion. Car loans are at, at record numbers as well. Yeah, they're just, they, they're, they peaked over a trillion, too. Yeah. It's amazing. So we've got so much debt in this country that our listeners don't have the money. To cover that debt. And we're spending more money as a society on apps. You know, $10 for Netflix, $10 for that, $10 for You don't think about anything. Click here, double click, boom, $2.50. We're back to the Madoff days of 08. He got a bump in 06. He was about ready to go out in 06. And then all the subprime, you know, all the subprimes out there, everybody's refinancing their house. That extra two years pumped all the money, kept them going for another two years. Then 08 happened and flushed them out at the end of 08 like it flushed a lot of people out. So uh, that's where, and we're back at it. It's 14 years later. We're, we're in the same, not as bad, you know, we don't have a $46 billion Ponzi scheme or a $60 billion Ponzi scheme, but we're, we, we're spending money we don't have. It's really that simple. Three one two, and it costs more now to service that debt. Th- that's the problem. The minimum credit card debts have now effectively doubled from what they were in January last year to where we are today because of the increase of the interest rates from threes to seven and a half. The prime rate. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. Go to wgndavid.com. wgndavid.com. So if a damper is damaged slash rotting. Is there going to be more or less damage to the flue roof chimney in a wood-burning fireplace? What's the recommended solution from an 815 texter, Rob? Did you get all that? No, repeat that one more time. So if a damper is damaged slash rotting, is there going to be more or less damage to a flue roof chimney in a wood-burning fireplace? What's the recommended solution? There probably be, won't be more damage because of it, but you're going to have more cold air coming down because uh, the damper is going to be open. Um, you might have rain that comes in the flue if you don't have a cap on there. Um, but you know, it's something that you're you're going to want to replace if it's in bad repair. Uh, it's probably not going to be drafting well because it's going to be in there crooked, or, or uh, so you're going to want that probably remove that and put one on the top. Another eight one five fireplace issue. Last two homes had the same issue. Maybe it's this person buying bad uh-huh. homes. After having it, or maybe they should have called out Lindemann to do a chimney inspection before they bought the home. There you go. There's a thought. After having a log fire for over an hour, we would get a backup of smoke. It does not last, however. It stinks up the home. No one can tell me why this is happening, so we went to, a gas, we went to gas logs. 
Do you have an idea why we would get a backup of smoke even after the fire has been going for a while? Sure. It could be a couple things. It could be wind that, that comes over the house and down the flue. Uh, that's less common. Uh, more common is uh, negative pressure in the home. Uh, there's something in, inside the home that, that probably changed while you're burning the fire. Uh, when it's established, it's creating uh, more of its draft. It's fighting all the things that are, are, are competing against it better. When it goes down and smolders, there's less heat, and it, and, it, and it loses to things like your hot water heater, your kitchen fan, your bathroom fan. So there's anything that you do in the home. You close a door to a bedroom. It might, might seal off an area and, and change the, the pressure in the home and affect the way that your fireplace draws. Hmm. So um, that's, wow. a lot of people will go to gas options because they never have that variable. All right, we've got uh, Mark in Nevada. You have a rent-to-own situation. Mark, how can we help? Hey, how are you? I have a condo that I own in Chicago. I don't live there. I live in Nevada. And uh, my tenant, who's a really good tenant, um, has approached me with with renting to own or outright buying the condo from me. And I'm wondering how you feel about that. Uh, If you have a buyer who is qualified and you want to sell your home and you get the price that you want for the condo and you can make a seamless easy transaction schluter could help you with the legal side of it i could help you with the uh, buyer's mortgage and you want to dump the condo i think it's a great time to get out of the uh, city of chicago to be honest with you I you think, think it you think it you do okay that's an interesting opinion i don't know anything this is just a, a, a risen and uh, you know i like the rental income okay uh, and, and i do like that security because he's you know very good about paying his rent he's a doctor and it's good money. Uh, I just, I just don't know. But you think it's a good time to get out? I think it's a good time to get out because I think foreclosures are going to pick up in the next ninety days, and I think there's going to be more inventory on the market, which is going to negatively impact uh, housing prices in the area. What about the rent to own option he raised? I've never really, I don't know anything about it. Well, why do you want to do that if he's got a down payment and could get a mortgage? Why do you want to deal with that and finance it any longer than you have to? Do you want right, to sell I've, here? Number one, mm-hmm. do you want to sell the condo, Mark, yes or no? I don't know. Okay. Well, you'll have to answer that question first. And when you mm-hmm. answer that question, then give me a call back. Because if you, that's the question you need to ask yourself. If you like the rental income Correct. and this is a good guy who's renting it or gal, whoever it is, you know, maybe that person you know, skips out and buys a house of their own and you got to go run around trying to find right. a good tenant. I, you know, a lot of yeah, variables. Well, that's what I think he'll... He'll do probably. He'll he'll find a condo he can buy. That's probably what's going to happen. Okay. So I I have a a qualified buyer I think, which is a great thing. So, uh, but the rent to own is definitely not something I, I should I, look at. I think you're out of your mind. I I you know I would either buy it or rent it. You know, and if okay. you and if you're happy renting and you want to be a landlord, then keep renting it. If you want to cash out and take the money and put it someplace else, sell it. And you got a you got a hot buyer, sell it to the guy. That's what I did in Arizona. I had a guy that was renting from me for two or three years. I got him a mortgage. He wanted to buy the place. Sold it to him. Got out of Arizona. And you think Chicago's not? You're not. You're not hot on the Chicago market, even long term. Well, long term is a different story, right? You don't know who's going to be the mayor. I think the mayor you've got right now is a disaster. I think the board president you have right now is a bigger disaster. I think the, I I think the state's attorney we have down here in Cook County is is you know you got the three Stooges running government down here, and you got a a tax assessor you can't find to answer questions, even though he ran on transparency. So I think you've got horrible leadership here in Cook County. So I think if, right, you, right. if you want to get out, now is a good time. If you want to keep it as an investment property, keep it as an investment property. You got to make that decision first, buddy. 
Yeah, thank you. It's been very steady. I mean, it did raise in the past couple of years. The value has gone up, and it's still holding its own. It's, it's a good location, so it's kind of a, a difficult decision you, to make. But I appreciate the advice. Of course. Once you make it, give me a call back. 312-981-7200. Hang out for your Mr. Floor Cleaning product. Kevin Wells, uh, what term of loan do you go into when you're buying a home, Kevin? 30-year fixed rate, Hawkberg. Okay, thanks for listening. Okay, we're going to throw it over to Kevin. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Newsroom, this is Home Center of Chicago on 720 WGM. Now, here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. 312-981-7200. 312-981-7200. Go to WGNDavid.com. Ryan, how are you, my friend? Ryan. David? Ryan. Hey. Yes, I'm here. How are you doing, buddy? Yes, I uh, I have a situation. My mother's 96, and she's in hospice, so uh, she won't. I get she's it. not going to be around much longer. Right. right so, right. Um, in in our will, um, my brother's power of attorney, and with everybody else, he's getting a one lump sum for himself, but everybody else is getting uh, money as needed, and. Uh, I was I, first. I want to talk to you about if we can get if we can just get someone who's the best at knowing if that we can negotiate with him. And also, I'm to, want to know if I can purchase the house. Uh, but I'd like to know about the the will first. Well, here, if you got a question about a will, I'm going to give you a number. Call Dave Schluter. I'm not an attorney. I'm not going to answer any legal questions okay. regarding a will. So uh, give him a call at six three zero. Two eight five fifty three hundred. He could answer all that question. If you want to buy the house, that is your mother. Does your mother currently own the house that you want to buy? Yes, my father passed away three years ago at the same age, okay. and uh, so she's she's currently out of like uh, a nursing home and she's in hospice. Got it. That's right. Um, well, sorry to hear that. Buddy. Yeah, it is tough to see her. She's the uh, yeah uh, from what she looked like. Two months ago, and now she it. can't lift her head up or anything. Anyway, so, right. so where's the property? The Let's talk about happier things. What? Uh, where's the property? Yeah, at? yeah. It's in Glenview, um, near Glenbrook South. Got it. I know the area. I, I live five minutes yeah. from there. So do okay. do you do you have the wherewithal to buy the house? Uh, you know your mom's house from the from the estate. Yes, I do. I think I can. Sw- I think I can. I think I can do it, I, but I, uh, I, I haven't looked in. I haven't thought about it that much because I did want to, you know, move someplace else. Okay. Because um, it is an older home. Um, it was built in '58, and there's, there'll be a lot of work for, like the guy who who does the 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 piping work because we don't get great water pressure and stuff. So, well, it's, it's Mega Pros uh, or Permaseal. I mean, we could hook okay, you up with either one. You. Thank you. Great. So, so here's okay. the deal: if you want to um, buy the home from yeah. from your brother, who's who's the who's the yeah, trustee, yeah, power attorney. My mom can't do anything with that. Yeah, I got it. Well, upon your mom's passing, um, if you want to buy the home, number one, you'd have to qualify for the home. Then you'd have to get to your brother, who's the trustee, who's got the power of attorney, to sell you the home, and we could do a gift of equity. It, a lot of moving pieces there. But the, to answer your question, can it be done? Yes, we do it every single month. We deal with these type of horrible situations, and um, we could help you overcome these challenges. Great. Um, just to let you know, I've had a great life with my mother, so we like to have the, uh, what do they call that, uh, you know, you celebrate life. Yeah. You know, I really, I was very close to them because 
uh, you know, it was, I saw my, you know, most families, I'm the oldest son. So I, I kind of uh, had to do something like that. So you I know. totally get it. Um, so it was, I celebrate life. I even, you know, with my dad, I made sure everything was great with him, you know, stuff like that. So anyway, I do have one last, uh, you know, question for you. Okay. Um, what you, when you were saying the name Greg for these other, the guy from, especially the woman from Milwaukee, you sounded like Greg was not your favorite name. No, I love Greg. What's going on? No, I got no what? problem. I got no problem with Greg. Okay. Yeah. You, said, you seem to have a, a bit of a dissension from talking. No, no. That, with Frank's, I got big problems with Frank. I, I mean, if you name Frank. Seriously, I, big problems. I, I got big problems with Frank. Okay, Greg, okay. Greg, I'm good. Because, yeah, I got. I, I know several Gregs and stuff like that. So even in even you know my mom's even my, my you know in my family you know cousin you know stuff like that. I don't you know, know about I your cousin Greg. We got some issues with your cousin Greg. That's another okay, story. Okay, thank you very much. Okay. And it's a great, great, great uh, talking to you. You're the best, and I uh, I listen to you as much as possible. And let, one thing I tell as many people about your show as possible, and I'll I'll just wrap it up real quick. And I'm just surprised at how many people haven't heard about your show. I rave about it to everybody, anybody, and everybody I meet. And a lot, you'd be surprised. Seventy percent of them say they never heard of it. Well, we got. And well, we got to convert. We got to convert those seventy percent, buddy. Hang out for your Mister Floyd Cleaning Products. Sorry about your mom. And my mom said when I was holding her hand before she passed away, "Remember the good times, buddy." Three one two. Uh, 981-7200. Hang on for your Mr. Floor Cleaning product. We'll do everything we can to help you buy the home. Here's Gary in Bloomingdale. Gary, how are you? G, 15 and 16. Okay, he's playing bingo. bingo. 312. Bingo! 312981. <laughs> Gary, turn your phone down, please. Well, that's a first. Uh, Mike out in Munster. Helot question. Hey, how's it going? Um... Uh, my question is, I'm I'm planning on selling my house in about two years. Okay. Um, I have a basement that's kind of like a partial, like apartment. I just need a bathroom down there. Then I need a new sink. So I'm wondering if I should take out a loan. How would I do that? Um, I also have a car note as well. Okay. How much do you owe on your house, Mike? Right now, I'm at uh, 174. What's the house worth, Mike? Uh, just checked it about two thirty. What's the rate recently? of the one seventy four? How much? What's the rate? I think it was at uh, let's see, uh, two point five. Okay, so you're not touching that. Uh, home equity line of credit is your best plan of attack to do the work that you need to do. It might make okay. sense to pay off the car, save some money, pay off the car quicker, depending upon the rate. So that's the way I would recommend you to go, and I could introduce you to. Uh, our fine team, uh, Josh and Prav over at BMO, to help you with that. Okay, buddy? Okay, sounds good. Perfect. <laughs> Hang on, brother. Hang on for your Mr. Floor Cleaning product. I don't know what's going on the, <laughs> the last half hour here. But uh, I feel bad that Greg, mom's passing away, and you got a lot of variables when you have a death of a family that member. Greg. Who was it? It was Ryan, wasn't it? Oh, Ryan. He was asking yeah. me why I was having problems with Greg. Yeah, you weren't having problems with Greg. You, you were just hitting on his wife. I was hitting on, on the wife. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So you got to put Greg down. Right. Well, Greg's in the back. He's back he's look better. He played high school football. So did I. I was freshman B center nose guard. 
Fred, that's why I'm sending you up I there to take care of I would not have guessed you as a nose guard. Oh, I was center nose guard, right no. in the middle of everything. He, my... would, he, he played end guard and tackle, sat at the end of the bench, guard the water bucket, and tackle anyone that I came got, there. I got my brains kicked in. That's why I didn't go to sophomore year, because the guy in the freshman A team got a four-year ride at the University of Wisconsin, Mr. Bolio. So I'm like, I'm done. 312-981-7200. 312-981-7200. we got the last segment of the show coming up. Keep calling. Keep texting. Keep asking your questions. 312-981-7200. Megapro's call text and photo line. This is Home Swim Chicago, 720 WGM. Home sweet home Chicago. Can you take a picture, Joe, and send it to us? You want me to do what? I couldn't want to get home. Uh, yeah, where are you at now, Joe? Yeah, where are you at now, Joe? I'm in a friend's house about 10 miles away. What are you doing there? Yeah. Don't worry about it. Why are you at your friend's house? Yeah, what are you doing at your friend's house, Joe? Nothing you need to worry about. I'd rather not talk about it on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling. Now, here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. 312-981-7200-630. For someone intolerant of the mispronunciation of Realtor, why do you always say chimney? <laughs> it's a speech impediment. That's not... That's, Everything you say is an impediment. It's not knock my, uh, my challenges. I've got a lot of them. We're already on page six. 312 It's Megapro's call, text, and photo line. We have a text. We have a question off of Facebook. How much is a chim- chimney clean and check? There you go. Chimney clean and check is uh, $299. Uh, apparently, you're a WGN listener now. If you're still a WGN listener after this show, you get a <laughs> $50 off on that. Um, a lot oh, of people will um, bundle it with uh, HVAC uh, maintenance program, and they can get another $150 off of that as well. Oh, nice. Because everything so. is pretty much tied up through a lot of homes, tied up through the chimney. Yes. Okay. Yeah. For this, you want to leave us with a nugget of knowledge here before we uh, sign off? Nugget of knowledge is, is take a moment today, uh, look through, go on the internet. What are some things you should look in your home that uh, need annual maintenance? Um, uh, go down that list. Um, you had a buddy that uh, had a pipe burst in a Chicago home, was, was going for four days while they were on vacation, and absolutely destroyed his home. So a little bit of maintenance uh, can go a long way. Uh, you want to be safe. You, you, know, you don't want your furnace going off in the middle of the winter. Um, you, know, you, can, you can prevent these things from happening by doing simple maintenance on, on the home, and it's a good do investment. You, do you have a checklist on your website? Uh, we uh, more for the fireplaces and the furnaces, but uh, you know online there there's tons of checklists that go from you know your gutters to you know unplug your hoses. You know what what, what should you do in the spring? What should you do in the summer? Fall? There's, there's I think you should have a branded Lindemann chimney and fireplace checklist. That would be great. That'd be great. We'll get working on that. Emma's got something to do. She's leaving in 24 hours. You got a little project before you leave there, young lady. For all that toffee you ate, <laughs> I like it. I think that's a great project for her. Excellent. I'll right. put her on that. She's Congratulations. Just gave you a new job. <laughs> if our listeners want to reach out to you to schedule a uh, chimney, fireplace, and uh, furnace checkup, what's the best number? Uh, cleanfireplace.com or 847-918-7994. You can book the appointment online. It's quick, easy. Tracy Kahn, and we've got a text message here of somebody down in Key Largo. Can't get the show, but is sending a text regardless. Was there any 0% financing for Ford's also a service question on their 2020 Explorer? So go ahead so, again. So yes, there was uh, 0% for 36 months on Escape, Edge, Explorer, and F-150. As far as the uh, smell in your air conditioning system, now his uh, comment said that after uh, a year he started to get a smell. 
I guess I would need to know uh, how that smell is, or you should have somebody look at that. Um, we've had a, an abundance lately of mice crawling into the ductwork and dying. Um, oh, so that could be one of them, and that would be an awful smell. Horrible. The other one is um, if you some if you use your air conditioner and then you don't use it again for several days, the water uh, and it hasn't fully blown all of the water out of the system. Sometimes it'll sit there and it'll smell a little bit rancid. Um, and they have a uh, a spray that they can spray through your duct system that will uh, get rid of that smell, but it won't get rid of a, a dead animal though. How did they uh, reach out to you and your fine team at uh, Joe Cotton Ford? You can call me at 630-682-9200 or at joecottonford.com. Frank, nugget of knowledge before you take off, bud? Any home repair you want to have done, do your homework. Talk to multiple people and make sure you know exactly what you're getting into before you do it. And if our listeners want to reach out to you, what's the best number to reach out to you? 630-616-6249 or allaboutaccess.com. All right, we've got uh, Rich and Streamwood. Rich, how are you? Last call of the show, buddy. How can we help you? I'm doing very well. About eight years ago, I had to co-sign for a townhouse with my son because he was 1099. Okay. So they didn't know what it was. So this same townhouse has more than doubled in price in Streamwood. Okay. So he wants to buy a single-family house. If we sell that townhouse... Am I liable for capital gains? Because the new house will just be in his name, not mine, because he can qualify for himself. That's a great question for your tax preparer, not for me, because I uh, industry ethics cannot give tax advice regarding any type of real estate, because I am not licensed or qualified to do that. Your best person to answer, to ask that question, Rich, is your tax preparer. Do you have a ta- I don't know if I'm co-owner or just You're co-owner. You 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 co-signed for the home, but you, yes. listen, I'm not giving you advice, but just right. you know, big macro picture, if you're taking the equity, putting it down onto another home, you know, you're just rolling the equity over. I understand your concern, you've got to increase the value there. Again, you have to talk to your tax preparer when it comes to a tax question like this. This is a specific tax question. So you bought the home jointly with your son to give him a, net, a leg up because he was, he was 1099 income. Homes has, has appreciated well. He's going to sell the home. He's now got a job that he could verify income a lot more easily to qualify for a mortgage. You're going to take that equity, put it down on the new home. What's your tax liability? I don't know. Yes. I think that's a great question for your tax preparer. Okay. All right, Thank bud? you. All right, hang on for your missile floor cleaning products. Great questions. My goodness gracious, that was a great question. Okay, I'm going to leave you with this. Um, dropping commercials on Monday. If you buy a home, we're, we're, we're launching the Perks at Work for every listener out there. So if you're buying a home, selling a home, we have realtors that will give you up to a 1% discount on the sales price and a 1% discount on the buy price in the form of a closing cost credit. Team Hochberg is discounting all of our closing cost origination points, origination fees when you buy a home. And Dave Schluter is going to give you a discount on the title if you sell a home and a discount on his fee if he represents you. This saved a listener and her fiance over close to nine grand when they bought a home last year. This is huge. If you're buying or selling a home and want to save thousands of dollars on the transaction, give me a call, 855-56-DAVID, or visit our website, 56david.com. This has been Home Sweet Home Chicago. 
on 720 WGN. John Hanson with Let's Get Legal coming up next. Great show. Don't go anywhere, everybody. The preceding episode of Home Sweet Home Chicago was sponsored by David Hotberg and Megapro's Home Improvement and Restoration, Joe Cotton Ford, Access, and Lindemann Chimney Company. For additional sponsors of the Home Sweet Home program, please visit WGNRadio.com slash Home Sweet Home Chicago.